Welcome to the Enchanted Ears Podcast, where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe. And on today's episode, we're going to be reading some of the worst reviews for some of our favorite movies. <laughs> this should be fun. It should be fun. Uh, but before we get into that, we're going to cover Disney news of the week. Disney announced that Rise of the Resistance at Hollywood Studios is no longer going to have virtual boarding groups starting September 23rd. So this was somewhat of a surprise announcement kind of out of nowhere. And it's just at Disney World, so this isn't uh, covering Disneyland. But they basically said that we know guests want to have flexibility in when they ride and how they ride attractions so that they are temporarily pausing. And that's kind of the key language here, temporarily pausing virtual boarding groups for Rise of the Resistance starting September 23rd. This is a little bit of a a shocker to me. Um, We've talked about this in the past, how we were kind of worried that a lot of the new rides, you can only ride them via these virtual boarding boarding groups. So it is nice to see that now the rides may be not as popular. They're moving it off of that model. I mean, it still is a little frustrating because any new ride still seems to have this, but it is nice to see that they are starting to cycle into just kind of a normal ride line. Yeah. And again, the, the key term here is temporary pause. So it could come back at any time and periodically, you know, maybe for a week and then go back away. I think what is interesting in trying to think through what Disney is trying to accomplish with this, because, you know, we talked a few weeks ago about Disney Genie Plus and how anything that is a virtual boarding group will be a premium per ride purchase if you want to ride it. Um, so it, it's kind of interesting that they took rides off virtual boarding group. I think what they're trying to do here is one, see how long that line gets. If they opened it up right now before October 1st, the parks are kind of slow. Mm -hmm. The other thing I'm also thinking about is potentially with October 1st coming up, they are expecting a huge increase in crowds and there's not a lot to do at Hollywood studios. Mm -hmm. So when you have virtual boarding groups, you have nobody in line. You have a corral of people that you can hold in one spot. That makes yeah. yeah if yeah. you take it off, if you put them in a queue, right. and You have a four-hour queue. You have a lot and more people have a off the street. Very crowd, crowded park. Yeah, if if they're not if they're not that, waiting in line. So I mean, I liked that's the virtual boarding groups because again, you don't have to wait in line. You could right. ride something else. But I could see this as a crowd management tool. Yeah, I was gonna say that's an interesting thought because I was thinking about it opposite, and I'm sure it works well for the opposite too when people don't really want to ride it. The low crowds. So, you know, you can just kind of pop in whenever you want. If you want to ride it twice, you can ride it twice. But you're right. Yeah, now that the, they're expecting the uptick in the crowds, it also works in the in the like reverse way where, yeah, they can hold people there as well. Yeah, and the other thing is the virtual boarding groups as of late have not been filling up as quickly. So I think mm-hmm. the ride is running more efficiently. Crowds aren't as high. So if everybody can get a virtual boarding group, nobody's going to want to pay for the Disney Genie Plus per ride. You know what I'm saying? If it's easy to get a virtual boarding group the whole day, you're never going to pay for it. But if you walk up and it's a four-hour line, you're probably more likely to pay a uh, a per-ride fee there. So I I think there's probably a couple different things maybe Disney's trying to try out or figure out here. But yeah, it's interesting. And it'll be interesting to see if they do bring it back. Like if crowds go through the roof and it's a six-hour wait every day, which I don't think it gets that high. But if let's say it's three to four-hour wait every day, do they say, okay, we need to bring virtual boarding groups back? during the busy seasons, and then maybe during the slow times, it's just a t- traditional standby queue. All right, then Disney also announced that the new Steakhouse 71 over at the Contemporary Resort will be opening October 1st. Ooh. And I got to say, pictures of the food, that steak <laughs> and that chocolate cake look really good. So 
Very is, excited is it, for is it, this. Is it Bourbon Street steak? No. <laughs> it's fancier than Applebee's. Bourbon Street steak. Wait, I guess I can't sing it, huh? And the chocolate cake. <laughs> yeah, so so that steak and the uh, chocolate cake look really good. The food looks really good here. I'm looking forward to trying this. So this opens uh, October 1st. And they even have a vegetable wellington, which looks incredible, made with, I think it was mushrooms and... Uh, Brussels sprouts and artichoke. So, and uh, inside of puff pastry. So, I am raring to go here. And then over at Animal Kingdom, Disney announced that the Finding Nemo stage show will not be returning in its current form. They'll be updating the show. There'll be some new Finding Nemo show. So the show uh, currently, as it stands, has not been open since the pandemic started. It did not reopen with the parks. Um, and Disney announced that it will permanently be closing, uh, and they'll be kind of reimagining it. Um, so it, it's interesting that they are going to keep a Finding Nemo show uh, and just kind of redo it. We've never seen that show. That's a show I've wanted to see because they they use the puppets to bring the characters to life. I've heard you know good reviews about it. So maybe they're updating it to try to include some scenes from Finding Dory just because there has been another movie since then, but it'll be interesting to see uh, what this new show turns out to be. Yeah, I'm a little bummed we didn't get a chance to see this before it closed, but you know, it happens. I'm sure it'll they'll make it better and it'll be good to see the new one. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see how they end up retooling the show. All right, and the final piece of news I wanted to talk about is that Duffy has a new friend. Oh, my gosh named lena bell called gelatoni 2 and i mean what a time to be alive we're getting new duffy <laughs> friends here but she is a very inquisitive fox she has a magnifying glass <laughs> she she teaches uh, us to use clues and to, to be aware of our surroundings to kind of investigate and you know find answers to situations so disney released this video where duffy got lost in the woods and she basically helped him out and helped him get back to mickey uh, she's adorable, though. She's yes. a great addition. She's going to be in Shanghai at the end of the month and then will be released uh, next fall, they said, everywhere Duffy and Friends are, which hopefully we got, get Come Duffy and on. Friends in America. Bring please. them to America. Yeah. Or, I mean, even, I don't think Paris, does Paris do Duffy? I mean, I, I'm uh, I hoping. Don't I don't know if Paris does. I'm hoping Paris does Duffy. So when we Alon, go to that park, Alani at least. does and, and all the Asian parks do, but I'm not sure about Paris. But bring it. Bring Duffy back to America. Bring, just let's just let's just put Duffy everywhere. I know Duffy didn't work that well last time at Disney World, but Duffy will work now. I promise you. This is might be an unpopular opinion. Duffy himself, I don't think is is interesting. Um, but some of his friends, like Stella Lou, I'm sorry, the little little kids do not need to know what Stella Lou is. She's just so cute with her big bunny ears. And, you know, some of the friends like Gelatoni look like a gremlin, but then you see Gelatoni in person. You're like, oh, this is really cute. But Lena Bell looks just like Gelatoni, only pink and with a foxtail. And she's very cute. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for this. They have a whole backstory. Uh, Carly Wiesel actually on her podcast had like the exclusive interview of the whole backstory <laughs> of Lena Bell and and how it took like a year to develop her and stuff. Uh, again, just absolutely amazing. But she does uh, look adorable. Very excited for to see the merch coming out and excited to go back to like Tokyo or Alani or something like that so that we can buy 
<laughs> we actually see Duffy and his friends and buy some more Duffy and Friends you, merch. You said Olani, like we've been there. We've yeah, been not time tra- Yeah, we, we've been, we've time been to Tokyo. Go back to Tokyo or go to Olani or one of the <laughs> other parks so that we can we can see Duffy and Friends. All right, so that wraps up the news for the week. So let's jump into our main topic. And again, we're going to be reading the worst reviews for some of our favorite Disney movies. And we're sticking with Disney and Pixar animated movies. And so went on IMDb, and all of these movies, I will say, have at least a 7 to 8 star out of 10 review, but all of these reviews are the 1 and 2 star (laughs) reviews. And so I'm going to read the review uh, and first have Angela try to guess what movie it is for, uh, and then I think just kind of break down some of these reviews because I will say some of these 1 and 2 star reviews are very detailed and very lengthy in their criticisms here. So some of them, I think, do have some kernels of truth in there, too. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to try really hard not to get offended as if I was the one who personally wrote the movies. Yeah, you might. You definitely might. And, and just a warning, too, because all of these reviews are marked warning spoilers. There, there may be some spoilers for some of these movies. Um, so if you've not seen all the Disney and Pixar animated movies, maybe some minor spoilers here. I don't think anything too significant. All right, so let's start here with... A one-star review. So this is one out of ten stars on IMDb. One out of ten? Yeah. This person's going hard. One out of ten. Oh and the, the title is Pixar Has Struck Out. All right. Now, here, here's the review. I don't have a lot of reasons to give. All I can say is that every other Pixar movie, I have rated a ten. All right. So they're, oh. they're throwing it out there that this is oh. just the worst. I love animations, and the artwork for this one is top-notch. Pixar has been terrific at delivering great stories until this one. I even love Cars, which many Ugh. others have found fault with. I wasn't in a bad mood when watching this one. I had great expectations. It simply sucks. It's made a lot of money and has an over 8 rating, so I'm in the minority here. I want to caution someone like me to save their money, so please read the other reviews with a one-star rating. Maybe that will help guide you to a different movie to watch. Okay. First of all, how, how does somebody reading know if there's someone like them? Like I don't know that I, I and I don't even. But know. I just I just love that it's I even love cars. Yeah, you completely but, but disqualified th- your opinion when you said that. But this one is <laughs> is uh, I love but those they of hate you who this love one. cars. So every other Pixar movie is a ten, except this one. Yeah, this this review and I love how they have to clarify like oh, I wasn't in a bad mood. Like I could I, I could imagine them writing this review. Okay, I know nobody's gonna agree with me and they're gonna have. Like, people are going to be like, well, what about this? What about that? So they're going through their mind, like, well, maybe you say Pixar. No, I've rated every other Pixar movie a 10. Well, maybe, you know, Pixar doesn't have all these great movies. No, I even love Cars. Even the worst of their movies franchises, (laughs) I love. Well, you know what? Maybe you just, you're in a bad viewing mood that day. You know, maybe you just weren't feeling it. No, I was not in a bad mood. Like, they're just going and, like, clarifying everything as they write this review. Yeah. So... Okay, so I was thinking about this, and I'm like, well, maybe this is another person that was kind of like me, that when they first saw Finding Nemo, they had really high expectations. And so because they had the high expectations, when they went in and actually saw the movie, they were disappointed. But then there was context clues. This is pretty much the only context clue that we got is the thing about Cars, which you said. And Cars came out in 2006, and I know Nemo was early 2000s, like... Very, like close I to think the Nemo millennium. Was like a, 2001, big, I feel like. No, I think Nemo was like 2004, 2005. That was the movie that came out right before Cars. It was one or two movies before Cars. 2003. Okay. 
So yeah. So it's three years earlier. So my guess here, as you said, these are pretty popular movies. Um, I'm going to go, they said the visuals are very good. I think cars or not cars. I think that Pixar really does a good job with their visuals, but I think one of their most visual movies that they've had is Inside Out. So I'm going to It is guess. for Inside Out. Whoa! Very good. Th- this yes! was a review for Inside Out. <laughs> and I don't even know that this is a real person because their username is ZZYZX000-124-271558. Oh. So, I, you know. Or maybe they're a droid. This is like from the Star Wars universe. Yeah, maybe this is a, a, a robot from the future writing this review and they don't like it because they have no emotions and they're upset that right that right. they can't have emotions exactly. like, like normal people yeah i think that that has to I be just, it i just love the review and how they how they clarify everything so yeah I, I mean i could see people not being into it but those like somebody who's not that in touch with their emotions or don't feel like they can identify but i feel like inside out is so conceptually like it's so high concept I don't know. Like, I feel like even if you didn't love the movie, you have to be able to respect like, wow, they did something there that was so creative. So, yeah, I could see where this person's coming from. But yeah, that's about as far as it goes. They're wrong. (laughs) All right. So so here's the next one. Now, this is a a two star review. This is by One Potato 2. Uh, so this is a two-star review. Wait, 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 wait. One Potato 2. One Potato 2 is the username here. One Potato 2 Potato. All right. The title is A Whole Lot of Blah. Oh, this, that, these are great. This is, that's a great title. I, I love that when I went in and looked these up, I, and I kind of told you this beforehand, Angela, like when you see on Amazon five-star reviews or you know IMDb goes up to 10, when you see like the top reviews, it's usually like, love the movie, great, and that's it. These one and two-star reviews, I mean, people Savage. take their time. Some of them were so long, I was like, I don't want to read all of this. <laughs> I need to find shorter ones. Like They go into so much detail. They're, they're easily all like three and four paragraphs. When it's like the top reviews are just like, good, go see it. All right, but this is a two-star review. All right. After the -the over-the-top praise this movie received, I was surprised Mm. to find it to be a pretty unremarkable movie and one that's not especially imaginative slash visual. It is uncomplicated by any element not approved by committee, which means you get regurgitated undersea relationships with with, with slightly modernized stick. Take any three familiar mass market plot lines and average them together and you'll get something as tepid as this. I mean, they're not pulling any punches. They also have their dictionary out yeah. as they're writing this. This movie has gone from my mind the second it ended. I don't recall a frame of it. Well, apparently you do because you're <laughs> telling us all about the movie. All right, but it continues on. The only way you could be a fan of this movie is if you think a movie is supposed to spell everything out for you and cause you to emote every 20 minutes. It never touched me and it never engaged me. Oh, Nobody ever went broke tossing lookalike projects at undiscerning American audiences. Just savage skewering this movie wow and just, like you said very the, very the, high vocabulary i was gonna here. say this person like it sounds like a professional critic or they're trying to be because they are they are definitely i mean there's some knowledge behind what they're saying you know like recycling plot lines it's i mean that does happen it even happens in disney movies a lot i see tons of likenesses from one movie to the next i mean it is because it's children's and a lot of times you have a theme and the themes are similar so a lot of them are coming of age tales. So it makes sense. But yeah, I will tell you there is a theme across all of these reviews and that people take 
Disney movies made for younger audiences way too seriously. <laughs> I mean, like, again, like, you're looking at this as an adult and you're taking it way too seriously. Yes, some stuff is simplified, but that's because younger audiences may need that. But it, some of these are funny just in how upset they get. We'll get to some more later. How upset they get just because of the fact that they're like an animated kids movie. But I love how they say, I don't remember any of this movie the second it ended, but yet they're telling me that it's the average of three plot lines and they're going into details, but they're like, I don't remember a thing that happened. All right, so what movie do you think this is? I will tell you this. It's a Pixar movie. Oh, okay. My my only guess, and I know this is not an animated movie. My only guess, sort of not an animated, was the live action Lion King because that is a recycled movie. No, but um, it's not that. It, it, is, uh, it is a is Pixar, it's a Pixar movie. movie? It's a, yeah, and it's animated. And the live action Lion King, I would not count as animated. Yeah, I Because Disney's wouldn't. counting it as live action, quote um, unquote. Okay. Well, if it's a Pixar movie... I'm going to go with, you know what? I feel like this one would hurt. This would hurt me a little bit. Uh, I'm going to go with Luca. No, it was not Luca. It was Finding Nemo. Oh. That was the one we talked about. So under undersea relationships. Okay, I did. I did. Yeah, I caught that. And I wasn't sure if that was some sort of strange turn of phrase or if that yeah. was a that was a hint and, and i took out but um, luca is undersea yeah well, i took out so. one line that was in parentheticals because it would have given it away where it says yep there's a shark case but he's in recovery so that really would have given away because bruce uh, is in recovery so by the way i took that out i forgot that william willem dafoe is gill in that movie so the green goblin himself Did not know that yeah yeah all right so so, so here we go here's the next one uh one star out of ten devoid of meaning Ooh, these are these are powerful they get you to I read mean, these people need to go on like they need to um you know the comedy central like uh roasts like use I feel your like... power for good use your power for good here. yeah for all real right. all right the first line i was told this movie was good oh so snap. you know where Shade you know thrown. where it's going all right i regret listening to that person it sounds like they may <laughs> no longer be friends all right this movie is as hollow as its sound effects it's more lifeless than a puppet show. In fact, it looks worse than a puppet show at times. Meaningless corporate complacency. You would have be- you would have had a better time looking into the abyss because <laughs> at least the abyss is staring back. Oh. I mean, again. Wow, that's dark. These people can cut deep. And I have yeah. I have another review it to read like for this It sounds like this might movie. not be your genre of movie. Yeah, I have another a review to read for this one after you guess it their review will give it away so i don't want to read that one it's it's just a it's a funny one so i'll read that one after but this one when i read this and and the line the abyss is staring back i was like whoa i was taken aback and i said i gotta gotta pick this one well i'm not gonna lie the obvious answer to this one because there are no clues so the only thing that i could read into that for a clue is finding nemo because there's that scene where he goes down into the abyss and then the there's the angler no, so I, I did not double up on any so i will give you i will give you two clues here uh one it is a disney animation okay and two this review no, i'm not saying the movie came out then but this review was posted in 2020 so it's a more relatively recent Disney movie. All right. My guess is Raya and the Last Dragon. Okay. That's a good guess. I was trying to help you a little bit by saying just because the review was in 2020 doesn't mean when. Oh, okay. I don't guess that. I don't so guess that. It was actually Zootopia. What? Yeah. So this is a review for Zootopia, which I don't think Zootopia looks like a puppet show. I think Zootopia actually looks really good. I think Zootopia looks amazing. And also I, I think it's one of the most heavily themed and 
also relevant no, movies that have it's, ever has ever been made. I mean, the commentary about no, racism in no, the movie is great. It's meaningless corporate good. complacency. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm telling you. All right. No, I think that they tackled some really big themes in that movie. Yeah, again, wow. Again, some of these people. All right. But this is the other review I wanted to read. This was another one star review. And the title is Made My Sister a Furry. And it's this movie was this movie was okay, but it made my sister a furry. For that, I had to give it one star. And then it ends. Jason Bateman was good though, so that would have given it away. You know what? Though I would, I would you not have not know that Jason Bateman was in it. Yeah, he's um, he's Nick Wilde. Yeah, right? he is. But a furry kind of animal. But yeah, I I love that that somebody went on IMDb. It. Yes, that's great. And said one star. This movie turned my sister into a furry. <laughs> this is why very, would you even write that that's so incredible actually. why why even write but that? that's good for a laugh <laughs> i hope that somebody is listening to this on their way to work and gets a good chuckle out of that yeah now this next one now i, I will say there are some stuff in here that may give it away i i tried i tried to find ones that didn't give it away too much but you know it's it's sometimes hard all right you throw a dog a bone over here all right so this one is a two-star review by Movie Critic Online. So very official. All right. Mm. The music bugged me and story lacked. That's the title of this one. This one's (laughs) a long one. So buckle up. I'm probably alone on this, but the music was just corny. Too Broadway for my taste. Just not sure why this gets so much praise. It totally lacks the magic old Disney films had. My my guess of I do have a guess so okay. far. I, maybe I shouldn't say this okay. because now the listener might be trying to play along. And I don't Go want ahead. to influence well, them. Here's no, guess. I'm just gonna write it down on this they piece of paper. They can pause. They can pause for a second. I'm writing it down on this piece of paper. Okay, and I'll Go turn ahead. it over okay. after I'm done. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Keep going. Just when something decent started, they jumped into a dance and a song. Not much of a fan of musicals, so this didn't help. Wow. Uh, you're tuning into a Disney movie, not being a fan of musicals. No, what, what's your guess? Because it's going to start giving it away here. All right. My guess is Moana. No, it's not Moana. Oh, okay. it, This is a much older movie, and it's it's going to start giving it away here. Uh, All right. Okay. Tangled. No, this is older. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, you, you say much older movie? Much older movie, yeah. Oh, oh. So we're not in the 2000s. No. I swear to goodness, if if they come for me... If they come for me, Why I will. Does one lion speak. Oh my! Uh, who is this person? Where do they live? And I'm gonna go fight them. All right, here we go. We got we got ways to go here. Why does one lion speak with an American accent, but his brother with an English one? Do they not spend two seconds thinking about these things? All the voices were done so woodenly. Do they just read Wooden? off a paper without any natural delivery? What? Because of bad acting, it just doesn't what? connect on a real, believable, emotional what? level. Whenever you hear, whenever you see, here in this case, bad acting, it almost becomes a joke. And we're, we're still going on. There was just a lack of story and character what? development. It went so- too quick into the conflict between the two lion brothers. And then it seemed nonstop trying to, to kill Simba and the king. The story was just the wrong one. Or oh it was just poorly structured and executed. They should have started it with Simba and his friendship and follow him as he learns the ways of the jungle. What? Instead, we got 40 minutes. So we minutes. got Mowgli now. Instead, we got 40 minutes of them trying to kill him before we even get some remotely interest. So before we even get some remotely interesting. Oh, my. Just because it's an animation doesn't mean you need to throw out basic storytelling. This was just too simple and not in a good way, but in a hollow way. The amount of praise this has gotten is a reflection of how little it takes to impress people. Well, so, apparently Anna, so this I person... will leave the floor to you to respond. Okay. 
But uh, yes, this is the original uh, Lion King. Okay. Apparently, this person has an issue with William Shakespeare. So you know what? Yeah, nobody nobody talks or listens about him anymore because you know the entire beginning of the Lion King is just pretty much straight ripped off of Hamlet. We have that going on here, where where somebody is is insulting that storyline, and then what are you talking about? The actors? These are all like this is one of the first movies that used like legit like I don't want to say legitimate actors, but like really well Bigger known names, voices yeah, in order to deliver the lines. And what are you ta- what are you talking about? Yes, I get your point about the brother the brothers having different accents, but again, it's an animated movie. Yeah, I will say I think the beginning kind of two paragraphs tell you all you need to know that it was too Broadway for their taste, and they're not a fan of musicals. So I think if if those two things aren't your cup of tea, okay, you're not going to like The Lion King because it very no. much is like a Broadway musical. Yes. The one thing I will give them that I think is a valid criticism of Be the careful. movie. Be careful. Is that it is it is a very quick movie. The the plot moves very quickly and the conflict happens. I, I kind of remember when we rewatched it for the Renaissance movie. I mean – all of these Disney movies are like an hour and a half, so stuff yes. happens fast. But it is very quick that Mufasa dies, and then one song, Simba goes from a kid to an adult lion, and then it's very quickly he's back to um, defeat Scar. Like Things do happen very quickly, and I understand it's a kid's movie. You're not going to have a two-and-a-half-hour movie. There could be a little bit slower to have a little bit more time to develop some of these storylines. So I think that is somewhat valid. But again, it's a children's animated movie. Um, so they are a little bit quicker. But yeah, I mean, I think they just didn't really care well, for musicals. Uh, and they didn't like it. But I want to throw that in there because I know you love The Lion King. And so I wanted you to hear what some other people's thoughts are. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. They can have their wrong opinion. Um, that is... Just so savage. But again, I mean, the detail uh, they do. go into and the time they take to write these one-star right. reviews. I mean, I will, I will credit that, yeah, it is a kid's movie. And it there are areas where I do think that they could fill it out more. Like, I actually, you know, as much as I, I hate on the live-action Lion King, I did like the scene where they have Nala... Um, sleeping with the pride of lions and after scars taken over and how she slips away like i liked that ad- added scene yeah, again, it, it filled it in some of the gaps time. yeah yeah so i do think this is i think probably 20 years down the road they're going to start reanimating these movies instead of doing live action versions i think they're going to reanimate them and maybe fill them out more because then they can get money off of that as well and i think they should reanimate an them in like different animation styles <laughs> like that one episode of bob's burgers where it just changed the whole yeah, time yeah do something or even like you know you see what if like it's a very different animation style or they're doing that with star wars they're coming out with that whole anthology where it's based on like anime and things like you're taking stories that you're you're familiar with and putting like a different spin on them i think I, that would be i would like to see a what if disney animation and then actually yeah. what if scar hadn't been deposed or like, like, yeah, like you don't have to do yeah, what you don't if mufasa would have lived the full movie yeah, but just do like a Disney Plus series like that. Yeah, like half hour shows. That actually sounds of, like an yeah. interesting uh, series for us to do a what if uh, Disney and writing that down. There you go. All right. All right. Here's the next one. This is a two star review. So a little bit better uh, than the last one, but unbearable movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> As a children's movie, this movie fails utterly. It is way too serious. Children's movies should have some humor in them, and this one doesn't. So I think probably our last critic 
would have enjoyed this movie because <laughs> it was very serious and not too whimsical and Broadway, whereas this person probably would have loved the last movie. See, oh it's just gosh. all about perspective. Okay. All right, this this may give it away a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm is gonna, it, I'm is it a Disney or time. Pixar? Uh, it's Disney. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, well, I, there goes my guess. I'm going to skip this. My guess was up. I'm going to skip this next line just because it will give it away. And the musical aspect of this movie is just infuriatingly annoying. Okay, so maybe they don't like musicals. All right. A Disney feature-length cartoon is to some extent expected to be a musical, but they just took that concept way too far for this one. Almost oh. every major scene is carried out in song, one bad song after another. Ooh. And when you hear what this movie is, this is why I had to read this one because I was like, whoa, they, I feel like they're off base here. All right. I don't know who is giving this movie such high marks. I know it certainly can't be children. Oh my gosh. Avoid this movie. Some of the later Disney movies do much better job at the humor aspect, such as Mulan, Lilo and Stitch, Hercules, etc. So which movie do you think this is? So that kind of helps place yeah, it whoa. a little bit. Okay, so later movies. Yeah, so it's an earlier Hercu one again. We're talking... Okay, this is... My guess is this is Beauty and the Beast because that would be so off base. It is. Yep. It's Beauty and the Beast. The line <laughs> I took out was the Beast is always scary and never is likable. But the fact that you say oh, man. it's one bad song after another yes. when Beauty and the Beast is known for having yes. one of the best, if not the best soundtracks for any movie like yes. of all time to say it's just one bad song after another yeah. uh, is somewhat laughable. Well, it's hilarious. I was, you know, it's funny because the other day I was... Um, they have Sirius XM has a thing where they, the Disney Channel has a BR guest for a day. And I was like, oh, I want to do this. I filled it out and I was really surprised what my favorite songs would be. Changes by the day. But my number two song that I put down was was Be Our Guest. And I was actually surprised. But I was like, that is a really good song. Yeah, so, so many yeah. good songs. No, yeah. just one bad song after Oh, another. my gosh. This person. All right. So here is our last one. And this one comes by way of Serpent Mage. <laughs> is, this, is this for Aladdin? <laughs> oh, we have to see. All right. So this is a one star. This is one star review. <laughs> this is their problem. It's all summed up in this headline. Yet another musical, but not indicated. Oh. This is getting extremely tedious from Disney. Neither in the trailer nor the description is it indicated that this movie is a musical. I detest musicals with a passion. I'm not saying musicals are bad, not enjoyable by others. However, I hate, absolutely hate them. Yet other Disney, yet only Disney does not indicate clearly that their movies are musicals. The other one was Frozen. So literally the only, like, the problem with this person is that Disney sneak attack had a <laughs> musical uh, and they were not prepared for it. I just feel like the, this person is missing out on what Disney is. Like, that's the whimsy and the breaking of the Have song. Never, like, every of, Disney movie is a musical. Yeah, I mean, not everyone, but... 90% of them yeah, are. Yeah, but like, yeah, there's that, there's that whimsy aspect to it so you shouldn't be so the other one was frozen yeah so that's kind of your clue that it's around that time that period. time frame yeah. okay so i was thinking serpent serpent mage was referring to like uh jafar because oh, no, that's just staff, their name that's just their username well yeah but the staff is a serpent and i you know I, he's kind of a magician all right um so my guess for this one is roughly around the time of frozen um was god my guess is probably tangled no, it was not Tangled. It was actually Moana. Oh, jeez. So Moana <laughs> wait, wait, wait. was the secret musical. How did you miss the 
part where they were like, Lin-Manuel Miranda did know. all the music for this. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, they hate well, musicals. Maybe, well, maybe they had no listen, idea. Listen, go under, like, go online. Do they know, like, you know, in the early, in the 80s, not like even early 90s, you couldn't probably read a review that readily, but I'm sorry. You're in the 2000s. Go on the internet. Look at a review. If you're that concerned and hate musicals that much and you're dealing with a company that does that many musicals, yeah. maybe read something before you go to the movie to see, hey, is this going to be a musical? Just kind of like before you go to a, a Marvel movie, you see, hey, is there a post-credit sting? And then that way you know whether, whether to wait or not. There's always one in Marvel. But yeah, yeah like I said, the, the theme of these reviews was people just don't understand what a Disney movie is. It's really uh. what it comes down to that they're, they're going into it expecting, um, yeah, some like foreign film that's going to win an Oscar. <laughs> uh, and then they get Disney musicals. There was another one star review uh, and I won't read all of it. Um, but it was a one star review, but the, but it ended with, I rank it high for the detail added to the tattoos of the characters as a man covered in them. <laughs> I appreciate the detail to the customs their tattoos stand for. So <laughs> I think that review should have been like, I love the tattoos. The rest of the movie sucked because <laughs> they were like because they finished. Otherwise, try again, Disney. So it was a one star review, but the only star they got was for the tattoos. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah. So I I thought some of these were funny. Again, we we kept it to uh, Disney animated movies. Uh, if you guys enjoyed listening to this and playing along, let us know over on our Facebook page, Enchanted Ears, and we can do another round of this. We could do it with Marvel movies or Star Wars or live action. I mean, there's plenty of terrible reviews out there <laughs> on IMDb for us to read. Uh, and kind of poke a little bit of fun at. So I, I do I do feel like sometimes people, some of these reviews, I don't know how serious they are. You know, like you go and you're like writing some of this stuff of like, why did it have to be a musical? Kind of like the... Like you kind of knew about it. Maybe you're just like kind of... Like sugar-free gummy bear reviews on, on Amazon. Yeah, you know, some, <laughs> yeah, people write like crazy reviews, yeah, on Amazon products and stuff just to... Um, Elicit know, a laugh, a good laugh, and stuff like that. Yeah, so uh, so we can definitely do this again. But but let us know uh, if you enjoy this, and, and we can do another round of this sometime. So I want to thank everybody again for listening this week. If you've not done so, please leave us a rating or a review. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. It really helps, and we really appreciate it. Thanks for lending us your ears. Have a great week, everybody, and we will see you here next Monday. Bye bye.